Hey, and welcome back to Game Talk. I'm your host, David Meehan. Today, I'm joined by Connor. Hey, guys. And Mike. Hello. And it is that time of year, once again, the, the Game Awards are upon us. And uh, I always enjoy, like, the Game Awards season, because not only is there, like, awards, you know, that celebrate celebrates our industry, but there's also a ton of announcements around this time, too. So, I'm excited to see what all gets revealed this Thursday. Yeah, so this is being recorded, like, two days before the actual event, so who knows when this is actually going to go out, but just to sort of set the time frame here. What do you mean? But no, yeah, they're recording this, like, a month in advance, because, you know... Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. We didn't just we're, have a, a three-week hiatus again. It wasn't that long this time. No, because we recorded with Ranga. Mike's had a three-week hiatus. Yeah, Mike, yeah. you were... You, you missed the Sonic... Uh, yeah, I missed, did I miss no, the what, Sonic what was it? It was the Pokemon too? episode. Pokemon episode. It was episode. the Pokemon, yeah. We yeah. talked about Sonic very briefly, I think. Yeah, yeah, we can... I think we want to talk about Sonic Frontiers at some point in the future, but... But for now, let's talk about the Game Awards. So this is Jeff Keighley's award show, um, which I think he's done quite a decent job at like propping this up and making it blow up over the years, you know, so. I mean, are we just going to kind of lob our Game of the Year discussion into this too, probably? Uh, Yeah, I would say, you know, like, what is it, December 6th? Like, I don't know. Is there anything else? I don't think else? there's anything coming out. I mean, Dwarf <laughs> Fortress, but. But that's like, technically already come out it's been out right? for 16 all- years it doesn't count yeah. it's also not going to beat elden ring <laughs> well okay so i guess we can let's let's just start with i guess the big one right the the game of the year award the main award so there are apparently 31 categories i don't know if we'll go into each one in depth because some things we might just not have the knowledge on to speak to at length but game of the year uh in order that they are presented on the website the nominees are a plague T- tale requiem Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So I think the easy answer here is probably Elden Ring, right? I think the only thing that has remote competition is God of War Ragnarok, and everything else is just sort of around. And I think it is kind of... I don't know. I think it's been a while since we got a year like this where, like, one game is just so... I guess dominant, you know. Yeah, I hate to say none of the games other than Elden Ring on here were even in competition. Really, me. honestly, like you had but... Plague Tale. Well, Requiem? to be fair, okay, we yeah. have to be fair here. How many of the games on this list have you played? Stray and Elden Ring. I've basically played Xenoblade Chronicles three because I played the first two and they're mid. Oh, yeah, you just have God. to. There, that's you a just hot made take. so you many just enemies. Made someone yeah. mad out there. Actually, okay, no, I'm being generous, <laughs> calling them mid. Mad. They're bad games. But People love Xenoblade. Call you a man. Donkey fan, I don't know. Man. I am a donkey fan. I've seen, He's right. I've seen so many people get up in arms that Donkey Dare called their precious Xenoblade Chronicles three a mid game. Okay, okay, okay. Mike, have you played any of these games? No, I have no okay, bearing. That's what in this I thought. Race. Yeah. So I've played four of the six games here, right? So Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, and Stray. And you know what? Like, it is very close for me between Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok. And as we will discuss, or as I will discuss later in this episode, God of War Ragnarok is a very special game. But I still, even with how much I love God of War Ragnarok, I still feel like my heart has to say Elden Ring. Like, I, yeah, I Elden played Ring... a lot of games that I really liked this year. Did, was Psychonauts 2 this year or was that last year? No way. Was it this year? If it was this year, my perception of time is totally shot. I can't remember. I don't, I don't think it was this year. Yeah. I, yeah. No, no, it was last year because I remember us talking about it like not 
winning anything at the Game Awards. Yeah, that made me mad. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. No, Elden Ring. It's weird because Elden Ring is by far the best game I've played this year. And I played a lot of games that I really liked this year. Oh, yeah. This year was a banger for video yeah. games. Um, like Elden Ring just sta- it towers very tall above any other. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I said earlier in the year, I said earlier in the year that Elden Ring was like the best game I've ever played. And, yeah. you know, like, obviously, once you come off of an experience like that, you're feeling jazz, you might have a little recency bias. But, like, I still kind of want to say that, you know, like, several months removed from it. Outer Wilds, though. Outer Wilds is fantastic, don't get me wrong. But, like, Elden Ring, for me, is just everything I want in a video game. And don't get me wrong, too, like, God of War Ragnarok is a 10 out of 10. Like, no, no question, no doubt on that fact for me, right? God of War Ragnarok is a 10 out of 10. But Elden Ring is, like, I guess an 11 out of 10, if you can go even higher. Um, this is to go even further beyond. It, it's, it goes even further beyond. So, but, okay, so, but that's our opinion, right? So, looking at the context of, like, how this award is calcula- calculated, right? It's it's a voting process, and votes are given by major, like, gaming publications around the world, right? So, it's like a sort of global award. And also, uh, fan vote is taken into account as well. And I guess we can get into that a little bit later, but uh, the majority of the weight, I believe like 80 or 90% is on the, the, like the coalition of pundits they have that are casting their vote. And then the other like 10 to 20% is the fan vote. So it's safe to say that like, whatever the majority of these critics enjoyed is going to be game of the year for, for the game awards. And to me, it's most likely... With, with those criteria in mind, like, it has to be either God of War or Elden Ring. And I would be very surprised to see anything else. In fact, you know, like, I'm 100% certain it's one of those two. <laughs> like, there's zero chance anything yeah, else I mean, on there, this there list There were a few win. games that came out this year that I could see pe- being people's, like, personal game of the year. Like, like I could see Stray getting a lot of nods, honestly. Actually, I will like, say, I, I, I'm going to say this even though it's kind of not relevant. I, uh, my game of the year, as far as games I played this year, is Omori. It beats Elden Ring for me in a pretty big way. That's a but pretty Connor pick. It did not come out this year, so I, I didn't play it the year it came out. I feel very sad that I don't get to, to give it a game of the year award because it definitely deserves one. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. I mean, like, I remember, I think a couple years ago, I was like, Disco Elysium is the best game I've played this year, and it did not come out that year, but... Yeah, yeah, I, I had to do the same thing with Outer Wilds. Until the DLC came out, and the DLC wasn't the game of the year for me that year, so... But yeah, so, okay, so as far as our predictions go for game of the year, right, like... It's gotta be Elden, me, it's gotta be Elden Ring, like... It's it's most likely Elden Ring, but I will say I will not be surprised if God of War Ragnarok wins it. I will be I will. very surprised if it's not Elden Ring. I, I think God of War appeals to you very... I, I'm not... I think I will really enjoy Ragnarok when I play it. I think I will I, like. Dude, I it's got like a it's got a ninety four on Metacritic. You know, Elden Ring has like a ninety seven, but like still, like that ninety four is just like I that's just like a game of the generation caliber game. Yeah, but we get a lot of those these days. Oh no, we don't. Yeah, I don't the word. I mean, okay, we got Elden we don't Ring and Ragnarok in the same listed. year. Like, yeah, yeah, but that's that's the exception, not so the rule. So often in games reviews that I'm not sure what a masterpiece in game design is anymore. I just don't think anything. I, I don't think Ragnarok is going to beat Elden Ring. I will be extremely surprised. 
I'll put it out there. You know, Elden Ring is my vote, but I would not be surprised if God of War Ragnarok wins. I, I think, think it will get a, a lot of votes by how to your tastes Ragnarok is because you're a huge fan of like those of PlayStation games specifically, like that that AAA I... cinematic. Okay, yeah, we're gonna have to agree to disagree here. I think you're wrong, and I think once the cumulative votes for the end of the year come out, it'll be surprising because I think yes, Elden Ring will win a lot of votes. Second place will probably be God of War Ragnarok with dozens and dozens of Game of the Year awards. I mean, Elden Ring's also just going to have a lot more people having played it. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, absolutely, that's true. Yeah. So Elden Ring has sold, like, what, like, 15, 17 million plus copies already? Yeah, and God of War's closer to 10, right? Yeah. Which, by the way, God of War Ragnarok, fastest selling Sony exclusive now. Faster than Spider-Man, which is just wild. But I mean, Ragnarok, I think, like, selling 10 million is really impressive, but I don't even think it's hit its stride because, like, there's a lot of people like me who are not going to play this game on a PS4. We're going to wait for the PC version or until we can get a PS5. That is true, but I also, like, I heard so many anecdotes of people buying a PS5 to play God of War Ragnarok. Like, this was the game people were waiting for to get a PS5. But, yeah, so... We're, I guess if we're giving the game talk vote, it's going to be Elden Ring. It's got um, I think but, it's wild. That sh- I just want to shout out Stray for even making it this far, though. That's wild. I love Annapurna. <laughs> yeah, Stray. I mean, like, Stray was one of those games that, Stray like, was fun. it was not game everyone of the year just, no, it was, it, it was not a very good game. I mean, like, I like the atmosphere and it was cool playing as a cat, but as a game, it was kind of like, eh. And as far as, like, but, gaming for non gamers, Stray was kind of incredible. Because it's yes. like a platform yeah, it, where it, you don't have to aim your jumps and like... It did break into the mainstream in a way. Yeah. Which the only other game that really did that here is Elden Ring. Like Elden Ring was mainstream, which is yeah. the wildest statement to me. I like know. a From Software Miyazaki game was like doing Call of Duty numbers. Like what world do we live in? It's you know? embarrassing that Xenoblade's on this list, dude. It's the only one that I feel like really doesn't Xenoblade is not dude, as good uh, okay, as Okay, I haven't... So, I I can't comment on it, because I haven't played Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I actually have never even played a Xenoblade game, so... Uh, so, so, you know what the really messed up part is about Xenoblade? Even its biggest fans hate it. Like, like every review I've ever seen of it, they're like, I love this game. And then they proceed to talk about what they hate about it for an hour and a half. Like, there are people who are super super committed at xenoblade 2 yeah i I don't i don't i don't know maybe one day i'll play it and form my own opinion but i have nothing to say right now don't waste your time you don't (laughs) don't don't waste your. you would have to spend 150 hours to form an opinion that anybody's gonna respect it's it's embarrassing it's a 150 (laughs) hour game like there's there's no no reason don't get me wrong like elden ring was a 150 hour game but it was a masterpiece elden ring is not elden ring is a 150 hour game for you to get everything out of it xenoblade is a 150 hour game (laughs) to get get into the game (laughs) jesus like that's the tutorial (laughs) okay i know you're being hyperbolic but yeah the tutorial is 30 or 40 hours that's not hyperbolic that's not that's actually how long that's that's so wild it's so stupid they're not good games they're not well-designed rpgs they're just not I like games wow. that respect right. my time, and Xenoblade has never respected anybody's time. All right, I'm just gonna have to defer to your opinion. It's I've so never bad. These, but now, okay, three might be better, but I cannot. Like, I had an ex girlfriend try to get me to play Xenoblade Chronicles X, like because she loved that game, and I like I wanted to love it. I really did, but I played it for like five hours. And I was like, uh, does it get good soon? And she said, oh, no, it'll probably be a couple, you know, three or four more days of this before you get to, like, <laughs> anything interesting. 
Xenoblade fans are built different, I guess. They're they're built wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wild. <laughs> just oh built man! Wrong. All right, let's move on. We don't want to eviscerate these people anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's game of the year. Uh, let's see. The next category they have here is best game direction. So this is always okay, kind of like on. a before weird we, award to me. Before it's we the go same further, oh, best game direction and best narrative have these same categories are the same game. Oh, do they? Yeah, no way. The same game. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> game awards. It's it's Elden oh, Ring. Uh, n- yeah, not not exactly the same. There's stray on best game direction, but so not in- as for this is once for best kind of like game direction and designs for innovation wise. So uh, sorry for so, uh, West, uh, you're not winning. Okay, so let, let let's read the description. Award awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation game direction and design. Okay, so for awarding Ring. game design, Elden, it's got to be Elden, Elden Ring, Ring. Literally. Yeah. No, okay, so my beef, uh, I do want to say, have either of you ever heard of Immortality? I've heard of it, and it's, I uh, hear it's very good. Isn't it uh, um, same devs as her story? I think so. I, it, it's definitely I, a similar game. I wanted to like Immortality really bad. Isn't it like live action? It's an FMV. It is all yeah. FMV, yeah. I hate that. <laughs> no, I I was into it, and I was I tried to play it a little bit, but it has the Xenoblade problem where I played it for two hours, I think, and I still didn't like... It definitely isn't 40 hours of it, but I played it for two... And I think this is a problem a lot of people had with Outer Wilds. I played it for two hours, and I still didn't get what the game was. Like, I was just watching mm. videos. I never figured out, like... Yeah, the, the live video thing in games really jars me i don't i don't like that very much i like it but i think it's fine i i do not like because the game is about you watching movies that's what the game's about you're watching footage of movies and trying to figure out something but it does not you're trying to figure out why the movie's never released i think mm. but i i did not even i played it for a while i, I intend to play it still because there's a jacob geller video about it and i I always play the games before I watch his videos, and I he's like my favorite YouTuber. But Immortality's gonna—it's it, a tough one. It's a tough one to get through, just because it's so oblique. Like, or yeah, oblique, I, maybe is the I, word I'm looking for. I mean, okay, so don't get me wrong. I enjoyed Horizon and I enjoyed Stray, but I don't understand why game direction would be wh- why these either. games would be considered for game direction. For, like, I do see the argument for God of War Ragnarok because if we're thinking game direction. I also think about, like, the structure of, like, the how the game is shot and the narrative. And God of War Ragnarok is, is immaculate at that. But, you know, if we're factoring, ga- factoring in game design, like, it has to be Elden Ring. Yeah, Forbidden opinion. West didn't do anything exciting to, you know, shake up I mean, the open it was, genre. It was pretty to look at, and it had, like, good side quests, but it was very much still an open world game. Yeah, it did Can I tell you something? A Breath of the Wild. What's this up? is a hot take. I'd have put Pokemon Scarlet and Violet on this list before Stray for for best game direction. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That one's tough because I just think like yeah, it, it, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. You know, it's now the lowest rated Pokemon game of all time on Metacritic. And they're just they're just wrong. Like I, it's it's shocking to me actually that the performance dinged it that much. You yeah, know, like no, it's it's not just shocking. It's unfair. Because I have played a lot of games... Well, okay, I'm coming from a PC perspective and nobody cares about PC, so take this with a grain of salt. I've played a lot of games that perform really, really bad at launch 
And they get 80s and 90s on Metacritic. Yeah, like, it is kind of baffling to me because I, I actually follow these review scores pretty closely just because I find it fun. And yeah. this response to Pokemon has been a little surprising to me because, like, yes, the performance is atrocious, but it's also maybe the best Pokemon it's game. Definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I finished the like, post game now. I don't, you haven't probably haven't gotten to the I've post started game. the post game. The yeah. production value in the post game. Actually, it was so good it made me angry that the rest of the game didn't have that production value. But it's just so good. Like, that is a good Pokemon game. Yeah, they did it. it. it is they good. finally did it. And I, and, I and, honestly, and this is how the critics rewarded them, which is yeah. very... I mean, so, I get it. You know, like, we shouldn't accept poor performance, but, like... You have to weigh all okay. elements of a game equally, I think. And like, and at the end of the day, you have to go with how the game made you feel. And I guess if the game really just frustrated you because of the performance, the scores make sense. But like, I was able to look past the performance pretty quickly. I think personally. Pokemon and Elden Ring are very comparable games. I, Elden Ring obviously beats it. I'm not saying that they're in contest in this category. But Elden Ring came out horrible performance on PC and nobody cared. Nobody cared. That's and, true. Uh, I'm yeah, gonna, we still you know, played it. I'm gonna make a meme replacement for Forbidden West here, and this in the okay. best game direction. Trombone Champ. Uh, I don't uh, know about. Direction. I mean, Trombone J- Champ did, is fun, but it like did something weird with a rhythm game. Yeah, I think tr- the, I think Trombone does, Champ is, is an important game that came out this year. I don't know about best game direction, but it's definitely a notable it. game. It is. It is a notable game. Yes, I and and it's going to be very notable uh, when we play it at extra. Oh life. yeah, I have some plans. With All that. right. So for the sake of time, I'm going to keep moving. Otherwise, <laughs> this oh, yeah, episode we, yeah. is going to be... Well, the first two are like the biggest ones. That's true. Uh, best narrative. Okay. Probably A Plague Tale War. Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality. So this has to be God of War Ragnarok. I will tell you this as someone who's played three out of the five games on here. Okay. I will say I haven't played Immortality. I think it could be in the conversation, but I haven't. Played I've heard I he- I've heard very good things about the narrative of Immortality. Immortality is well. supposed yeah. to be, and, and Immortality is going to deliver its narrative in a more interesting way. Not necessarily that, a yeah, better that's way. True. That's not what I said, but I think it gets yeah. points for that. I still think it's probably Ragnarok. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know if there's any debate to be had on this page. I mean, that. having not played I- any of these games, but I think the fact that Elden Ring is on this is kind of weird. I, I do think it's very funny <laughs> that Elden Ring is stupid. on. That's just like respecting the like the uh, like obtuse uh, from software storytelling, like environmental so, storytelling. Wait, because like play it, a Plague Tale, I played the first one, and I have not played the second one. I just. Okay. I don't want to be that guy, but like I can't see how a Plague Tale Requiem. Could, it's very grim, dark. It looks like, could, and that's just not my thing. Yeah, a lot of a lot of dirty, diseased rats. So we're gonna give it to Ragnarok, I, and I also think I, I think Ragnarok is gonna win this because nobody played Immortality, and I hate to say that, but I don't know, man. Like this Immortality has been on two to the, out of the three categories yeah, we've looked at so far. But yeah, you're right. Like more people, the... more people have played Ragnarok than Immortality yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Best art direction. Scorn. Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, Stray. Just Scorn. This one's actually this is hard. tough. This one's tough. Stray's art direction was really good. Scorn's I'm... art direction is insanely good. Scorn's art direction made me disgusted so, to even watch it. I'm just, I just love it. I think, I, think, I, I think Horizon Forbidden West is a very pretty game, but I don't think it's in the running for this. Not me neither. It's, I don't think Elden Ring is either. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Either, I think God of War is probably. I think is. God of War is in the running for that as, as someone who's played it. But what I will say is 
even though like graphically Elden Ring is not as impressive as God of War and it Horizon, did, yeah. it the it first made time you me see Altus Plateau. Yes, nuts. it made no. Even the first time you like get past Stormvale Castle and you look off that ledge, yeah. the way the world comes together and the way the world looks as a whole is so strong to me. I kind of want to vote for it for this. <laughs> I think Scorn. I haven't having not played it. I still think Scorn is. Gonna I win. I think Scorn is going to win. There's. Yeah, Scorn's a very distinctive art Scorn's style. Scorn's art direction is the game almost. It, yeah, like, the game's an art piece. It's yeah. it's like he, yeah. Scorn. So I haven't played Scorn full full disclosure, but I have looked either. at it. Yeah, yeah. What has happened it's to a, Scorn is Scorn is literally like a dive into H.R. Geiger's nightmares. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. body horror. It's, Absolutely yeah. disgusting and nasty. Yeah, I, I mean, if we if we go on along the philosophy of like, okay, Elden Ring won best game of the year, God of War won best narrative. If we're going to, like, their strongest individual points, maybe it makes sense to give this to Scorn, you know? Yeah. But I, do, I just don't know if that's how they, like, judge these things. So I'm actually going to go with my heart and say, like, I think, in my in my mind, Elden Ring takes this. As far as, like, what the committee picks, I don't know. I think the committee's going to pick Scorn. I only played Elden Ring and Stray off this list. And I yeah. think Stray... Stray looks very good. Stray's yeah. a contender, but it... I just don't like, see Stray actually winning any of these. I think that it's like be gloomy, on. rainy cyberpunk yeah. aesthetic. Like I can conjure up. Away. Actually, I can you know conjure what? up images from Stray very easily. I take yeah. it back. I might go Elden Ring because of uh, because of one moment that elevator ride. Yeah, that too. Like there's there's yeah. many moments like that in that, that took game. Took my breath away. Right, like yeah. there are moments where I was just like, what what am I playing right now? Like what am I looking at? Like yeah. and yeah, so that that's that's why I'm going Elden Ring with this, but. Yeah. I'm with you. All right, moving on. Best score and music. All right, Get a Plague Tale Requiem. No, it's not going to be the boss fight music is epic, but it like, is. But it's not. Yeah, God of War Ragnarok, Metal Hellsinger, which I think did you play that? Mike? Yeah, Metal Hellsinger wins this for no, me without I think contest. I've listened Xenoblade to bits Chronicles three of okay. it, and I think Metal Hellsinger definitely does it. Metal Hellsinger absolutely wins this. Metal Hellsinger. So for me, just- I. I have not heard Metal Hellsinger, so I'm going to give this award to God of War Ragnarok. Bear McCreary's score in that game goes so hard, uh, and I I love it. It's so good. Like, there are several themes that I just listen to on Spotify, like, all the no, time now that the game has come out. I don't even like metal very much as a genre, but Metal Hellsinger is immaculate. Like, the way the game pl- – and I know that that's not really what's – what this is asking with the way the music integrates into the gameplay and like makes you feel like you're a part of the song and everything it's it's unmatched in any game i've ever played i think yeah yeah i mean i'll have to check it out i haven't heard any it's, music it's, from it's it, really fun i'd play it on I, it's probably only available on pc for you actually i think i don't think it's on ps4 but or ps5 yeah so i guess okay so for this one we're going split god of war metal hellsinger Two-thirds Metal Hellsinger for, for those keeping score at home. All right, yeah. But we will see when the results come out. Okay, I got I got beef with this next one. What's this next one? Best, best audio, audio design. design. Why is Metal Hellsinger not on here? <laughs> uh, Best in-game audio and sound design. Yeah. Objectively wrong. It's Metal uh, Hellsinger. Let's see. Like, it's not Elden Ring. Not Elden okay, Ring. okay. Yeah, it's not Red Elden Turismo Ring. 7. It might be Grand Turismo. It might be, yeah. As someone who has never played Grand Turismo before, they do a really good job. Yeah, yeah. You can't can't do that wrong. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. I don't know. I haven't heard the gun. I mean, I've I've played it. It's fine. You know, like that great. 
Who who is Guerrilla Games paying to put Horizon on all these lists? <laughs> Don't say that, man. That's not how I know, this works. It's a joke, but it's like yeah. it, it's some not, people it's really just believe not, that. Yeah. Like I can't wait until the next belong. Hideo Kojima game comes out. Yeah, I would go honestly. Like it's weird of me to say because the one game I haven't played on here is Gran Turismo Seven, but my vote's probably going to be Gran Turismo Seven. Just knowing how these other games sound. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, God of War, Ragnarok, great sound design. Horizon yeah. Forbidden West, fine sound design. But nothing that, like, made me sit up and be like, that is, like, yeah. insane sound design. Did Battlefield 2042 come out this year? Or was that No, last year? it did not. Yeah, <laughs> that okay. was last I was year. Because that, that was a miserable game. But that Battlefield games will, like, DICE games will win best sound design. I do think it's year. funny that Elden Ring is on this list. Because, like, yeah, no, it from software either. games, like, specifically, sounds, like, the yeah. Souls games, have you guys noticed, like, have they all have, like, really weird muted sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not just me. They like also I don't have repeated sound it's, effects. It's it's an aesthetic. It's like an aesthetic choice, but I don't know why they do that. Like it's very bizarre. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Elden Ring does not deserve to be here. Um, in fact, I would probably put every game on this list above Elden Ring in that regard. But I would too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nah. I, it like goes Gran Turismo. So, yeah. Yeah. Are we all more. saying Gran Turismo? Has, yeah, I don't think Gran any Turismo, of us have yeah. played Gran Turismo. It's only because I don't think the sound yeah. design in any of the others is interesting in any way. Like, I mean, it's it's competent, you know. Like, yeah, it's, it's but it's like fine. Gran like, Turismo, like, it, which is, I feel like Gran Turismo half the experience is like the sound of being inside of like a really nice car or whatever. So, yeah. all right, uh, uneducated guess, but that's what we're saying there. Um, best performance, okay. Horizon Forbidden West, Ashley Birch, A Plague Tale Requiem, Charlotte McBurney, God of War Ragnarok, Christopher Judge, Immortality, Man in Cage, God of War Ragnarok, Sonny Suljic. This is Christopher Judge. I will this put is between all my money Christopher on this. Judge and Man Engage. Having actually, so I played enough Immortality to see man, a lot of Man Engage. She's very good. If you excuse me, I'm gonna tune out the discussion until probably like four or five categories for now. Okay. I Christopher um, Judge though, I did hear that he was actually crying in the mocap, and he gets a lot of points for that. So yeah, I mean he's he's almost crying in this picture we're looking at right here. Um, dude, I will tell you as someone who's played God of War Ragnarok, Christopher Judge does an amazing job because, like, we know Kratos isn't a character that like is very emotional. He's very stoic. He's very like hard edged, right? But Christopher Judge, you can feel that in his performance. Like, he's always on the teetering edge of like, is this where Kratos finally like emotionally breaks, or does he, you know, pull it back? And he plays that razor's edge perfectly, and you can fully see it in his performance of Kratos. So. I was yep. I thought God of War 2018 Kratos was a good performance, but a God of War Ragnarok Kratos is a performance for the ages. So I will just leave it at that. I I just want to say that I don't think he stomps Man Engage, but also she's doing a much more traditional acting as well. Like it's literally movies. It's you know. Oh right, that's true. It's it's so, it's live action. Okay, yeah, yeah I forgot so, about that. Yeah, so it, it's kind of she did good. I it's just a weird category to eight apples and oranges to compare them. And I I do want to give a shout out to Sonny Suljic as well, both uh, father and son on yeah. uh, being nominated for best performance. Which after having played the game, I think you know he he's obviously doesn't reach the highs of like an accomplished actor like Christopher Judge, but he's he's very good. Uh, I did and, not know. What's up? I didn't know Ashley Birch was in Horizon. She, she she's Aloy. She's the main character. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. 
Yeah. Ashley Birch is very hit or miss for me. I, you know. Yeah, she, I, I mean, she was great in like, uh, she was in, what was it? Life, Life is, strange, is Strange, right? She was Amazing great in Life, in is, Life strange. is Strange. Chloe, but like, yeah. Aloy, and, and I don't think this is on her, but like, they don't really give Aloy mm-hmm. anything to work with. Aloy is basically no, just mean, like an RPG protagonist. Right? I, I dump so. on Horizon Forbidden West a lot. And one of the reasons is how not a character Aloy feels to me in everything I've seen. Yeah, like, Aloy is very much like. It almost feels if like you compare like Aloy and like, Kratos in in like God of War twenty eighteen and beyond, they're like two completely. They're in different planes, right? And it's yeah. not due to the caliber of the actor, but it's how that character is like. Not because the material that character is given it. Yeah, like, she can. Yeah, she doesn't, and she just isn't asked to. And it, it almost feels like they're wasting their money putting her in those games. Yeah. Like, Putting a big name, it like is a bit that. strange. That being said, I n- I have not finished her Eisen Forbidden West yet. So if the story goes to some like emotional places, then maybe I could see it. But as someone who has not reached that point yet, I don't understand why she's on here. All right. Uh, so we're just gonna go Christopher Judge, right? And I'm voting Christopher Judge. Yeah, I, I I'm very know. confident in that. I was Moving just on, Devil's Advocate with Immortality. No, I am embarrassed. I, I think we should skip this next one. Uh, Games for Impact. You think so? Have you played any of these? That's a great point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I embarrassed no that I haven't I mean, played I, I, any of them. I want to I I read them out loud, at least. Okay. So, um, thought pro- uh, Games for Impact for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. So, A Memoir Blue as Dusk Falls, Citizen Sleeper, Endling in- Extinction is Forever. What a name. Hindsight, I had heard of that one. And I was a teenage exocolonist. I do I'm, like I do like the art for Endling. It's like a family of foxes. Yeah, I, yeah. I my gut says that one's going to win because it's the only one I've heard of. But I'm embarrassed that I like as somebody who talks about games as art and and is on a podcast. I'm embarrassed I haven't played any of these. But yeah, I, I mean that's that's it's kind of wild, right? Because like we are pretty well versed in like AAAs and indies as like a collective. Yeah, and I but like played. I guess this is like even too deep cut for us, which is kind of these is Xbox Game Studios. Like as dusk falls, wow! I don't know how. How I did I not? It. Oh wait a minute! I've heard of this. I've heard of as dusk falls. I can. I remember it by looking at it now. It's that really. Remember we totally dunked on it when it was shown. Hold on. It was oh. like a. It was that oh. life of we. Were, oh, we thought it was like a life is strange terrible. wannabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We totally eviscerated that game when they showed yeah, it. Yeah, that game. Yeah, okay. I didn't yeah, play it. I don't yeah. know. I've maybe. probably seen it on Game Pass a dozen times. Yeah, maybe guys. it's actually pretty good. Who knows? Yeah. But there's two Annapurna games on here, and you know how I feel about them. Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, it's the game that that like runs in stop motion. That's like yes, yeah, I remember. I remember seeing this game on backgrounds. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so let's just skip that because we can't form an educated opinion. Yeah. Best ongoing game: Apex Legends, Destiny it's Two, Fortnite, Final Fantasy fourteen, Fort- Fortnite. Get it's <laughs> it might be Genshin Impact. Honestly, no, dude. As somebody who just Chapter Four of Fortnite just came out, and they put the Doom Slayer in it, it's Fortnite. Don't even come at me with this. Oh, Fortnite. I I have no idea. I have no stake in this race. No, Wait, so. but Fortnite. Genshin Impact? Come on. No. Oh, okay. I haven't played Genshin Impact, I so I, I don't really like it. But <laughs> it's definitely. I'll I'll tell you what it's not. It's not Apex Legends. It's not Destiny Two, and it's not Final Fantasy. Well, Final Fantasy. It might 14. be Final Fantasy Fourteen for all we know. I think it's going to be. No, I really don't think. I think this is like almost an Elden Ring scenario. Fortnite stands so tall above all these others. Man, I, really I do believe that. Like, just a side note, I wish I could watch this thing live with you guys because, like, it'd be so much fun to just like talk about if we were right or wrong. But like, I'm definitely going to have to watch it like 
way after yeah. everything has been decided. So hopefully, well, if you want, I can wait. I mean, if you're in town, I can wait. And you, yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, yeah, I could come I, over I and watch it. Yeah. Have a, a TV of your caliber. I oh, yes. will be. Uh, I'll be capable of watching it probably Friday because I'm going out. Thursday okay, so none of us. Are yeah, so we can all get I'm together. It. Okay, that, yeah, if we could all get together Friday and watch it, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, I'm down. Maybe live react to it. I don't know. We don't have that. We don't, we don't have the that. technology for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, All right. Yeah, we'd have one mic. Yeah. Okay. Best indie game. Here we go. Cult of the Lamb, um, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, Tunic. So tunic. this. Okay, I know you're gonna say Tunic, and it probably is Tunic, but I want to give a strong shout out to Sifu. I would also, yeah, Sifu would be having not played it. Sifu was my second. Sifu place. was one of the best games I played this year. Like bar All none. five yeah. of these games are really good yeah Stray, honestly neon white i uh, like i haven't played neon white but i i hear it's a masterpiece as well so have you played tunic i have n- i that tunic's literally like next game i want to play on my list tunic, so i it's uh, tunic was the game i was trying to remember when we were looking at game of the year yeah. i didn't remember that it came out this year tunic i is know the closest yeah. thing to El- like closest competition i played this year to elden ring tunic is special in the same way that Outer Wilds is special, in the same way. Yeah, I haven't even played Tunic, and I'm agreeing with you here, so. Tu- Tunic should have been on the Game of the Year list this year. It, it is the only game I played this year that comes close to Elden Ring. And I, I'm sad I couldn't remember it. The reason I didn't remember it is because I beat it in two days. Like, yeah. it's not very long. So I'll, I'll, I'll concede this one. Let, let's go with Tunic, but I do want to give a super huge shout out to Sifu because yeah, I, I, I loved Sifu that really game. Bad. I loved that game. Every second I spent with that game, I platinum that game. Like, All I, of these... I was so into Sifu, man. Like This is was... four really, really good games in Stray. Like, <laughs> and Stray's I mean, not bad. Stray's, Stray's good just... for reasons, like... These four games are, like, immaculate games, but Stray's, yeah, Stray's good because really it's, like, a game. very, like, atmospheric and culturally relevant game, I guess, yeah. in the sense that it went mainstream. But, yes, all of these games are, like, excellent in their own right. Yeah. God, Tunic is good. I can't believe I forgot about it. Tunic? Just, just to, to get into Tunic, I don't take notes when I play games, but I had a pen and paper for Tunic. I had to, and I was right. happy I had to. Like, yeah. I loved every Okay, no. There is one puzzle that I I looked up how to solve it, and I still don't understand how I was supposed to solve it. And Honestly, I though, I, I want to throw this out there. I could also see Neon White winning it. I've heard I could such People good things about game. Neon White, yeah. That's Annapurna, too. Dude, Annapurna's, like, really getting out there. I didn't know that they did that game. That, that yeah, I mean, they're, they're a publisher, right? So they know, do all sorts like, of stuff. Yeah. They, they just have their fingers in a lot of pies. Yeah. I'm surprised that there's only one Devolver game on here. Have you played Cult of the Lamb? For some reason, huh? like Cult of the Lamb seems like the kind of game that would be all in all, up all of our alleys, but I don't think any of us played it, right? So the reason I didn't play Cult of the Lamb is because it's not a it's not really a roguelike. Like it tries to be a roguelike, but the roguelike is the worst part of the game, so I didn't play it. Yeah, maybe one day I'll check it out. It just yeah, it, it felt like it's one of those things that was better than the sum of its parts, but none of the individual parts were like that good. Mm. Okay. Alright, moving on. Best mobile game, Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, Tower Fantasy. It's got to be Marvel Snap. Like, I can't, I always keep hearing, like, no, everybody doesn't shut up about Marvel Snap, is what I'm trying to say. So, I haven't played it, but, like, I would be very surprised if it's anything but Marvel Snap. Sure, I don't play mobile Any opinion on this? Okay, yeah. (laughs) Would love to hear your thoughts on this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Uh, best community support: Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy Fourteen, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. It's Fortnite. It's Fortnite or No Man's Sky, right? Like, yeah. No Man's Sky continues to be the gift that keeps on giving. I uh, I don't mean to kick somebody while they're down. Apex Legends should not be on this list. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not too familiar with what's going on in Apex Legends. I don't Apex know. Legends, like, I just know it's a popular, it's <laughs> popular yeah, um, battle royale. It's just not moving at the same clip. Like, even as this, at the same clip, No Man's Sky is like they just don't put out content very fast, and the content they put out is like very small. And most of it makes the game worse. <laughs> like, I I still, the only map I like is the second map they ever put out. I think all the others are, I, I literally like, and the way they do their map rotation is like, everybody has to play on this map for like an hour or two. And it'll be me and my friends are playing Apex Legends. And the map changes. And we're just like, oh, we don't get to play the game we like anymore. And we turn it off and play something else. Mm. Like, yeah. they, they just... It's just worse. I, I do know that Destiny 2 had a pretty big year, like a big expansion released. I've, I, if you remember, I was super into Destiny 2 back in the day, but I fell off pretty hard. So I've I don't really, get into, I don't really so, know what's going on in Destiny right now, but I know like, I, it seems like the players are happy. So the that's reason good. I don't think Destiny 2 can win this is because they have put no effort into onboarding new players. And I, yeah, I mean, I, as someone who's put like hundreds of hours into Destiny 2, if I went, and tried to play Destiny 2 right now, it'd be like yeah, trying to pass like a like a master's in astrophysics, you know? Like, uh, yeah, I have it, and I w- I've wanted to play it, and me and my friends have tried to get into it, and we genuinely, like... It's just too much. It's too much. Yeah, it's overwhelming. We don't, we don't know what to do. Like, we've yeah. tried, we want to play the story, we can't figure out how. It's, but I will say, it's though, it weird. seems like fun. <laughs> just, it does. Just no, it figure is out how to get me I, back. Yeah. When I get into a mission, it's just, if I ever take a second to think, like, why am I doing this? And the answer is, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, the story... Just, the shooting's good. The shooting feels very good. I mean, Bungie... I, I, to me, Bungie has mastered first-person shooting. And I don't think anyone can really hold up to that. I know that I might be a controversial take, but like... I, I agree mostly. Uh, mostly. But, yeah. yeah, so... I don't know. Shout-outs to Destiny, I guess. But Actually, figure out a way to get me back in the game, please. Up, yeah. But- but so you're thinking Fortnite, right? It's got to be Fortnite. Yeah. Well, I, I I would throw no, no Man's Sky out there as an alternative. I would say Fortnite because especially for like listening to the community, Fortnite finally put out no build mode this year. People have been asking. That was for this that year. Okay. Forever. Yeah. And man. no build mode is like just how I play it now. It's more fun for me because I don't have to like climb the, in castle yeah. at the end of every game. I, ne- I never the liked building, that. The building made the game just way too sweaty. Well, yeah. So... You know, a million years ago when Fortnite came out, it needed the building to be unique. Yeah. It does not need that. It anymore. doesn't need it now. Yeah. No, Fortnite is unique. Fortnite is the third person battle royale. It's. Yeah. It's, I mean, Fort- it's Fortnite's unique and it's basically a platform odd. now. Like, it's yeah. it's that big. So, all right. I'm going to keep things moving in a clip because we're not even halfway through. Yeah. Uh, innovation and accessibility. Okay. As Dusk Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, The Last of Us Part 1, The Quarry. So I know why The Last of Us Part 1 is on here, and it's because they brought all the accessibility options from The Last of Us Part 2 to The Last of Us Part 1. Can we really including, like, uh, I mean, The Last of Us Part 1 yeah. was built from the ground up, so I, think I, it counts. I would oh, count that. Can we count it at- since Last of Us Part Two, I think won an award for this last year, the year before that, it, in 2020, yeah. I believe. I'm yeah. not going to vote because I didn't play any of these games. Yeah, as someone who played 
three of these games. Oh, you I, played the quarry? I, I played the beginning of the quarry. Uh, I'm trying to play it with my friend, but we can never match up our schedules. So that's still I on the dock for the me. Quarry, yeah. And I enjoyed the quarry as a watched experience. Um, lot, but and yeah, God of War Ragnarok has also chalked the guilds with accessibility options. But I still think in terms of like breadth of options, The Last of Us 1 surpasses well, it's it. A, so it's a hard one for us to vote for as people that yeah. don't use any of those options. So. Exactly. It's just someone with a surface level knowledge of some of the features included in a couple of these games. Yeah, I'm I lean, going to I lean Sony games because they're yeah. making a very admirable effort. I'm going to vote for The Last of Us Part 1 because I know like totally blind people can play this game. Totally deaf people can play this game. And I think that's pretty impressive. All right. I... I yeah. don't want to skip this next one. Too. What's this next one? Let's see. Best, Best VR, VR AR. Among Us what? VR next. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, VR, oh my god, yeah. that's Shell Games. We have to give it to Shell Games. Yeah, oh no way! They did the Among Us port. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, that's so crazy. We're, we're okay, yeah, we're voting for that. We're voting for friends that. Friends of the friends of the show. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, let's let's yeah, read the them nominees. Off, yeah. After the fall, Among Us VR, Bone Lab, Moss Book Two, Red Matter Two. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I, I have no qualms with that pick. Among Us I VR. I haven't played any of these, yeah. but yeah, well, I love them. I loved Among Us. It's probably really good in VR. Yeah. I hear it actually is pretty good in VR, so. Okay. Ah, this next one's painful Best for action me. game. Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. I am voting for Sifu on this. Um, I want it to be Bayonetta 3 so bad, but that, it's just yeah. not. <laughs> it's just not. I, like, I would guess Bayonetta 3 probably wins this, though. I would guess they win this. I don't. I think I think Neon White wins this. Yeah, uh, that's true. Neon White might win this. Yeah. I don't. I think Bayonetta 3, I think it's going to be. But also, I've heard of, such good things about TMNT as well, like the side-scrolling, like, beat-em-up. So the, so the thing is. Nature of the game. The, if it was best action in a game, I would actually lean Bayonetta three, but they're but saying best, best action, game action game genre. Yeah, best and for Bayonetta the best three is not a very good game. Best <laughs> game in the action genre, primarily focused on combat, though. I don't yeah, know I that that might Neon White. Yeah, I I would not be upset with Neon White again. Huge shout out to Sifu. If this was up yeah. to me, I would give Sifu all the awards. If Call of Duty wins, then I'm going to be mad because Call of Duty there's, doesn't. Fit there's zero this. chance Call of Duty wins this. Call of Duty just doesn't fit this genre. Even like it's yeah. not. It's not the right kind of combat. Like it's the odd one out in such a big way here. I guess right. Neon White kind of is too, but Neon White makes more sense in this genre. It's a thoughtful combat in a I, way that Call I, I agree. Not. Yeah, and I'm also giving. I hope Sifu wins though. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, I would like. Um, I I. I think it's going to be tight between Neon White and Sifu. I really do. All right. Moving on. Best action adventure for the best action adventure game combining combat and traversal with uh, and puzzle solving. It's okay. God of War. Oh. A Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. So I know you're going to say Tunic. I I'm going to say God of War. I was going to say God of War because yeah. I don't even think Tunic really belongs in this category. Yeah. So actually, one thing I will say, and one thing that actually is my biggest criticism of god of war ragnarok which makes me almost want to move away from it on this choice is that in terms of the puzzle solving it is the weakest game i have played in that regard in a long time and the reason for that is not the design of the puzzles themselves but that your npc companions won't shut up when you encounter a puzzle like this like Five seconds to a puzzle. They basically blurred out the right answer. And it was yeah. so infuriating. It there was, was the, a, there was a uh, Game Maker's Toolkit video about it. It was the most infuriating part of this game by Which far. Which I thought was kind of a bad And it's for him. so jarring because 2018 was not like that. I don't understand why they chose to, like, maybe they had internal metrics saying people just couldn't figure this out, which is just baffling to me. But yeah, like, none of the puzzles were hard. Yeah. So, but, but I can get more into that later in the show. But like, 
I, I would still probably vote for God of War just because of like combat and traversal and just the general action adventure nature of the game, just traversing the nine realms and like it feels like an epic adventure, which is why I would give it to the Yeah, my the vote I think if I'm picking the game I think I'll like most out of this bunch, I I I will like God of War Ragnarok. I will not like it more than I liked Tunic. There's just no way. Yeah. But I I I probably agree I, with that. I just for don't you. know that I agree with Tunic as being in this category. Really? I mean, at yeah, first it, glance it, to me, it seems like a Zelda-like almost, has, which, which seems like an action-adventure game to me. The Zelda-like is like almost a facade for the actual game. Mm, interesting. Okay. Which is why I feel weird about it. I, I'm going to go Tunic, though. All right. So, choices have been made. Best role-playing game. Okay. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Live Alive. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Interesting that Legends Arceus made it on here. Um, Triangle Strategy. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. It's got to be Elden Ring, right? It's got to be Elden Ring. Yeah. If anything that opens with best game and Elden Ring is a possibility, <laughs> right? Like, uh, with I, rich player RGS, character though. customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Yeah, I guess shout out to Arceus, but like player customization and progression, like no game does that like Elden Ring, right? Like you I didn't can have know like that. That was in Triangle Strategy. I have no idea what's in Triangle Strategy. Is that, that game's out. It's out. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. And it's hilarious because they just called it Triangle Strategy. It was announced as Project Triangle Strategy. Well, so I thought that was a, Octopath was a code so. name, but like, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got to be Elden Ring. You can have like a thousand different builds. You can make your character look like a million different ways. Like, it is RPG to the core, right? So, yeah, Elden Ring, my vote. Best fighting game. DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle R. Really? Interesting. Is Sifu a fighting King game? of Fighting's 15, Multiverses, Sifu. That's, okay, so I guess they're really stretching the definition of fighting game, right? Because, like, when I think fighting game, I think, you know, two, maybe four players in the, in the case of, like, arena fighters, like, you know, fighting yeah. it out in, like, a round-based format. Sifu is very much, like... Sifu single player. You walk the streets and beat on some people, right? Like, yeah. uh... So I, I would not movies, classify Sifu as a fighting game. Multiverses is a Smash Bros. clone, right? Featuring Ultra Instinct Shaggy and Batman, which is just, and, yeah. I guess, memes are reality. LeBron um, James. Versus LeBron James, yes, you can do it that. It looked yeah. fun, but I don't think it belongs with I played it for like 10 minutes. I was just like, I just wish I was playing Smash Bros. and I uninstalled it. <laughs> um... But I didn't okay. play any of these others. Yeah. So. so I have played. So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R. Actually, the original came out on PS3, and I played that game to death. And it is a, it, it is an arena fighter, right? So it's not a traditional like fighting game that you think of like Street Fighter or Tekken. So that being said, it's you know I see fighter. an Arc System Works game on here, so I'm probably just gonna vote for yeah, that because be I know bad. Arc System Works just like Maybe. has that genre mastered basically. So. Uneducated guess, but I'm going to guess DNF Duel. Uh, I love Sifu, right? But I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a fighting game, really. Like you learn combos and stuff, right? I guess it's a non-traditional fighting game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. I think this next one's hard. I I'm going to read them all. Best you, family game. It. Okay. So sure. it's, it's for the best uh, game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. We've got Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, and this Splatoon is tough. 3. This is very tough. I, it's between, for me, it's between Lego Star Wars and Kirby. 
I was going to say for me, it's between Kirby and Nintendo Switch Sports. I think it's Kirby, though. I I don't actually own Kirby. I, I played it with a girl I was seeing for a bit. I've played it, Kirby. It's just very with, charming. I've played Kirby in a family setting, and multiple yeah. family settings, actually. And it's it's a hit, man. Like, people... Yeah. Kids love this game. Yeah. I really, I intend to play Lego Star Wars though. It just got added to Game Pass like today. Yeah, I think they, uh, uh, and I, if it's anything like the old games, then it's a contender. I love Lego Star Wars, but I I haven't played it yet. It's hard to say, but I think Kirby's going to beat it out because I I just love Kirby. I'm going to give my vote to Kirby as well. You gotta, you gotta take Mike. Nope. I'm, I'm waiting for the next category. Okay. Best Sims. Okay, this is oh, my category. My category. Okay. I, I think okay. you should read this one off, Mike. All right. So this is best game focused on real time or turn based simulation or strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. So we got the Dune RTS, Mario and Rabbids, Total War Warhammer Three, Two Point Campus, and Victoria Three. My gut says Total War. Oh, that's definitely Total War. How is super ambitious. I do want to play I, Mario, though. I heard I good things Mario about Victoria as well. Um, uh, I have heard never heard of things. Two Point Campus. Two Point Campus, actually, I've actually played a few minutes of it. It's It doesn't, like, it belongs I, in this I category. also had no idea Dune had a strategy game. Yes, it just That's got a it thing? this year. Yeah. It had, they had an RTS like... in the 90s. Oh, really? Yeah. Dune and Dune 2 kind of cemented the RTS genre. Two Point Campus is like a goofy, fun game in a way that the rest of these are not. Like, like even Mario and Rabbids is like. A I always game. hear such good things about Mario and Rabbids. Like I hear it's, it's just a, XCOM. It's a and really good, good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I have not played any of these games, so I'm going to defer to Mike. I guess the Marvel Midnight Suns didn't come out soon enough. Yeah, it just came. out. I guess not, or maybe it wasn't considered. It, it looks know. fun. I mean, I've been watching Northern Lion play it. It looks See, fun. I will say the production Warhammer value is 3. super high in that game. It seems. Like the the Marvel game, but like yeah, Warhammer three at launch, I'd say it definitely didn't deserve it. But with Immortal Empires and how ambitious and massive of a map you can do everything on, yeah, it hundred percent is probably the best RTS strategy game to come out this year. I think it's weird that they like. I mean, I guess they already had thirty one categories, but it feels wrong to put turn based and real time strategy games in the same category. To me, I mean, Total War's both though. Really? Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, there's <laughs> that, an RTS that is scary. There's real time yeah. combat and then turn based outside of combat. Okay, so I'm gonna go with Total War because I trust Mike. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, next, best sports slash racing game. Wild that they combine these two. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, I'm gonna go Ollie Ollie World because it's the only one of these games um, that looks worth playing. It's F1- literally the only Whoa, one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. F1 22, FIFA 23, NBA 2K 23, <laughs> Gran Turismo 7, Ollie Ollie World. I feel like Gran Turismo is probably going to win this. Probably, but uh, my vote goes to Ollie Ollie World for being an interesting video game these, <laughs> at a glance. Of these five games, two of them are not yearly entry games. Yeah. Yeah. I think FIFA used to be really good, but apparently it fell from grace. And same with NBA, but I don't know anything about F1. I didn't know, even know F1 made games. Yeah, I just like, can't imagine an F1 game competes with Gran Turismo, yeah. though. Yeah. That's, Gran Turismo is like best in class in racing. Yeah. All right, I'm going to say Gran Turismo 7. You all are saying Ollie Ollie World. I think Gran Turismo is either one win. of those two. Ollie Ollie yeah. World deserves both, the win for being a video game. Moving on. Best multiplayer game. Okay. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. So this, I mean, do you all think it's going to be Overwatch 2? Based no. off of the reception? I mean, what else uh, would win it? Splatoon 3. Uh, I guess. I just, Splatoon 3 probably. Splatoon's one of those things where I just like look Splatoon at it. Splatoon bores me to tears. I look at it. it and I'm like, I don't like this. Like, I, Splatoon, I have not yeah. ever played a single Splatoon game, but I've formed that opinion. I've been Splatoon having a lot 3. of fun with uh, Overwatch 2, but it's just Overwatch 1 with an update. That's true, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. People too. people seem to be enjoying multiverses as well, but yeah, none of these games. I don't really feel too strongly about any of these, honestly. No. I and I'm looking at it and I'm like, did no good multiplayer games come out this year? Because I'm trying to think of what I've played this year, but I think I've mostly <sighs> played yeah. older games. Yeah, I had a bugbear about multiplayer. I mean, games honestly, Elden Ring. Yeah, Elden Ring. Yeah, mul- probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's a better multiplayer game. And they announced that Coliseum update on it. Yeah, I know. I if you saw yeah. that, which is even more multiplayer stuff. Um, okay, I don't know. Let's give, give it to Splatoon yeah. 3 and move on. Uh, content creator of the year. Game Talk really Podcast. Okay, yeah. Next, next category. Yeah, right. Okay, I mean, I'm going to read these out loud. <laughs> uh, Carl Jacobs, he's on Mr. Beast videos, I know that. Ludwig, I know him because of his involvement with the Smash community. Nibillion, who has a Mob Psycho 1 avatar, so he probably wins in my book. Yeah, big points. Uh, Nobru and Cutie Cinderella. Uh, okay. I don't care about any of these Okay, people. Nabilian, I, he, he just left Twitter. He was the guy who kind of leaked, kind of broke all these news stories before anyone else did. Oh. Yeah, that was his whole thing he did. He yeah, let's, let's, let's vote for Nabilian. He's got, he's got a mob yeah, avatar. He's got a mob yeah. avatar, yeah. Yeah, he right. break just massive so, stories. I, best, I'm gonna read Best Debut okay. Indie. Uh, this is for the Best Debut Indie game created by a new independent studio. We've got Neon White, Norco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. All amazing picks. Yeah. It's it's definitely You don't tunic. think Vampire Survivors I could win? I think Vampire Survivors could has a chance. I think Vampire Survivors could win, but yeah. it, especially because it's it spawned a genre like It was yeah. innovative. Very innovative. Not nearly as innovative as Tunic though, in my in my opinion. I'm going to guess that Vampire Survivors wins this. Tunic definitely deserves it though. I just okay. I I think the problem is a lot of people will not have finished Tunic. A lot of people will have only seen like the the Zelda facade that Tunic is wearing. Yeah. And that's good, but not great. Like Tunic, as I was playing through it, I'm like, this is a good game. It didn't become a great game until I beat it. Yeah. No, and I, I yeah. yeah. Tunic I deserves it though. Just no, you know, from someone with good tastes. <laughs> okay. It's, it's definitely Tunic. Oh man. All right. So we're we're those are our two votes. Tunic and Vampire Survivors. Uh what did I do? Like okay, best oh, adaptation. <laughs> best adaptation. Oh, yeah. Best adaptation. Oh, man. Recognizing okay. outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapt a video game to another entertainment medium. We've got the good one, Arcane League of Legends. Yes. Uh, actually, Cyberpunk Edge Runners was also good. Yeah, Not I, as good as Arcane. I hear it but was good. Yeah. The, the Cuphead Show. Sonic, Sonic and Hedgehog 2 and Uncharted. The I've got to be. Mid. It's got to be Uncharted, guys. I will make what? An ed- I'm kidding. I'll make okay. an argument against Edge Runners here. Not that we really need any. But. I mean, okay, let me be serious here. Cyberpunk's be- adapting a tabletop game and not a video game, technically. It has to get be. Really technical. Arcane. It, it has, has to be. Arcane. Arcane. It has to be Arcane. Because I. Beautiful. Yeah. Arcane was Ar- mind the only one where I hate the source material and still loved the Arcane show. Arcane was superb. It, it was, was a masterclass. Like it was I, the most fateful video game adaptation I've ever watched. 
But they fleshed out the world yeah. so oh well. Like, it, it's a place I'm interested in now because of yeah. the show. Like, Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited for more of it. Like, yeah. And it was, Cyber, a, it was a masterpiece. Just, I, I've got beef with Cyberpunk. I think I might have said this on the show already, actually, but I watched a f- the first two episodes of Cyberpunk, and, like, the inciting incident of this dystopian reality is that something happens to his mom and he can't afford her health care. And I'm like, I live in America. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's not cyberpunk yeah. to me. That's just the world I live in. Like, <laughs> like this isn't, it's, and that, that was just very. Arcane told a very beautiful story that it's a tale as old as time, but they nailed it. Every character in that yeah. show felt believable and real. And every it, performance and, and let's, was not so to good. even say about the art. Like, it was oh, yeah. so gorgeous to look at. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's the only one on this right. I can imagine watching a second time, let alone. Oh, finishing. I'm I'm yeah. absolutely going to watch it a second oh, yeah, time before the I second might. season comes out. I, think I will I say, like, for what it's it. worth, started Cyberpunk, didn't finish it. Started Cuphead show. I think I got through an episode. Started Sonic the Hedgehog two and turned <laughs> it off really? halfway through. Okay. <laughs> like I, I will watch say, Uncharted. I, I did I watch Uncharted. I did yeah. watch Uncharted, and you're right, it was blasphemous. <laughs> like, but I will say, like Uncharted, surprisingly became popular outside of people who didn't enjoy uh, outside of the people who enjoyed the game so let people who had never heard of the game like this movie (laughs) which is weird to me it basically yeah it basically fills that weird like uh national treasure kind of like treasure hunting romp niche that isn't really occupied right now i guess for those people but like as someone who's played the games i was just like "Are are you are you serious right now tom holland Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. What is, is happening? Mishast. That Mark one was so Wahlberg? bad. That, I mean, Mark Wahlberg is the reason I didn't go see the movie. He didn't even, tr- like, not that he didn't try. I'm sure he did whatever they told him to, but they didn't even try to make him look like Sully. Like, yeah, I was like Sully. Or, yeah, like, it, it's a it's a C-tier popcorn movie. That's that's all Uncharted is. Yeah. But Arcane Masterclass. That's Ar- all I have to say. Arcane is, and, and it's a lot of Masterclass. It's, oh, yeah. it's much yeah. longer than Uncharted. Yes. All right, moving on. I Most hate this category. Anticipated, dude. D- didn't Elden Ring win this for like three years in a row or something? I think so. This yeah. category. Okay, is so I mean, this like, is hard this though. Is the, okay, so let's read the nominees: Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Starfield, The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. I have to say it's Zelda, but like, yeah, I, there are I, arguments Hogwarts to be made. Hogwarts Legacy here. is going to be huge. There though. are arguments to be to be made here for pretty much every entry on this. I feel I, like. the only one I think is a real stinker here is resident evil four and i think that's just because i think that so, game, the original is so good and has been done to death like, yeah so resident, resident evil, evil 4, 4 basically created a genre right yeah so like but i have never played resident evil 4 so i'm curious to see like i will play this remake and i'll i'm curious to see what i think about it because i know it's such a foundational game i know people are like so like edge of their seats excited for final fantasy 16 are they really yeah they are because <laughs> i i'm interested in final fantasy 16 but i do think it looks worse than 15 and everything i've seen and so far. i mean i could say the same thing about starfield right like people are so over the moon i actually think starfield died on starfield a little bit since they started showing stuff but i'm still excited to play i, it. I oh, think yeah, you I'm might be right i will i will still play it um but i'll play it because i have game pass i mean I it's not not to it's not like, you know, if Elder Scrolls 6 got announced, that'd be, like, my Bethesda game. Like, I will yeah. drop everything to play this, right? But, like, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'll tell how, you my pick is Zelda, though. I am. My pick is Zelda. Like, Zelda, Zelda might be the first game I take off work for. This, yeah, ever. I mean, that's. I don't think I've ever done that. It's that <laughs> caliber of game. You know, yeah. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is the game that you reschedule your whole week around. <laughs> is the game you take off work for. I mean, it's 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 a megaton, and that's yeah. incoming. So it's it's going to be like an Elden Ring, Breath of the Wild. It's an Elden, game. yeah, it's an Elden yeah. Ring caliber game, yeah. which is not something you say. And Very we get, often. we're getting them back to back. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my vote is Zelda. Uh, but these are all, I mean, I could, I again, I could see an argument being made for all of these games. Uh, yeah. Best esports game, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, Dota 2, League of Legends, Rocket League, Valorant. My vote's um, Rocket League. It's, it's going to be League of Legends because it always is. Um, yeah. So I don't know if we need I don't to know, Valorant? belabor the point. Valorant's big, but Valorant yeah, it's is big. It's probably going to be league. <laughs> uh, best esports Rocket, athlete. It's league in my heart. Uh, okay, these are the all like it's just esports after this. These are all like League of Legends. Or no, no, no. I mean, it's going to be Faker, right? Like Faker's like the most. Well, Everyone knows who Faker I don't is. I want to do all the esports stuff. <laughs> okay, so we we don't know anything about esports, so we're just going to move on. <laughs> best esports. It's team. All, that's all of them. For the I think it's simple. I think oh it's no way! Is it really? Athlete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're all the. All the way, okay. Right? So that those are all the. Uh, okay. So the rest of the categories are all esports. If you're interested in that, feel free to look it up. We don't know anything about esports, so we're going to skip that. No disrespect or anything to yeah to to, to these categories. It's not what the show's about. Yeah. Okay, so those are the nominees, and those are the categories for the Game Awards. What I will try to do is... <clears throat> man, I really want to get this episode out. Sorry, you're seeing a peek behind the curtain right now, but I'm going to tr- probably just, like, right after we finish recording, just edit this episode and throw it out. I'm probably going to be exhausted by the end of it, but... Yeah. Especially because... Now yeah, is the time to get it out. Difficulties. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think overall, like, this was an excellent year for video games. Like, very much, like, huge tentpole releases, really great innovative indie releases. This year had them all. So, I'm excited to see what uh, ends up coming out on top and what – uh what's up? Yeah. No, it's just – I'm thinking about, like, Elden Ring versus Tunic in my mind because Elden Ring – is the one I enjoyed more of the two, but Tunic is the one I'm going to be thinking about next year, if that makes sense. Tunic was something else. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, Elden Ring is both of those things. Like, I still think about Elden Ring, man. Like, I had moments with that game. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, it'll be... No, I mean, Elden Ring's DLC is going to enrapture me again, I'm sure. Yeah, and this is just, like, the Coliseum update, right? There's pro- presumably, like, a big DLC expansion I mean the big too. DLC. I don't yeah. even know if I'm going to check out the Coliseum yeah, update. Yeah, I'm not too big on, like... I feel like if I tried playing multiplayer Elden Ring now, I'd get, like, smoked by some guy who was, like, totally nude and, like, only had, like, a dagger or something, you know? Like, that, people have mastered that game. the performance on PC for me, like, I'm, I'm just going to get stomped without it even being my fault. And I would get stomped even if it was my fault because I'm not that good at those games. Yeah. Okay, so... Excited to see the results. We'll probably do an episode covering what we think of the results, as well as the announcements, because there are certainly going to be announcements during this show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be exciting. But uh, with that being said, let's move on into what we've been playing. And I'm going to be selfish here and go first. Uh, can anyone guess what I've been playing? Uh, hmm. Pokemon, probably. Pokemon. Yes. Unironically, yes. But we already oh, talked. Really? About, we we have talked about Pokemon at length. I last. thought you were going to talk God of War. Actually, <laughs> y- 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 I am going to talk about God of War. But just quickly on Pokemon, I did finish it. Right, like I saw credits and everything. Let me tell you that, like, you finished the post game. 
No, no, I, I finished the game game, right? So I, I got to the point where I rolled credits. I haven't done post-game yet. Is that, do you go into the creator? Yes. Okay. This is, this I is that after was, the creator. I, I no, 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 no. Post-game, okay. No, that's not even post-game. That's end-game. Okay. I, I just rolled credits and turned it off, like, last night. Um, so. Okay, so you haven't even gotten to the post-game yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me tell you, that the ending of that game with the crater, the crater was so the, good. The production like the atmosphere. value just amps up so yeah. much. I was, no, it felt like, and I, this almost feels mean to say, but I mean it in a nice way. It felt like a modern RPG. Like it felt it, like yes, exactly. Dragon Quest. It felt it like felt Persona. Like Pokemon like, finally learned from its contemporaries, which is yeah. wild. <laughs> and it was so good. Like even okay, I thought a lot of a lot of stones on Game Freak to put a song with lyrics in the credits in a game that really would have benefited from voice right. acting. No voice acting at all. Yeah, especially Still. that that finale would have some voice acting would have gone a long way, <laughs> but it was good. It's so but I love, good. I, I love, it even kind of subverted the fact that, I guess, small spoilers here, but the Elite Four is not the end in this game, right? No. The Elite Four is just one of three, basically, story branches that you tackle, and then all three story branches converged for the true finale of the game, which yeah, is really- I'll tell you, Arvin was the one that gave me trouble. Arvin was the one that what I whited out on the first Oh, try. absolutely. Yeah, same. Like, yeah. I, I beat the Elite Four and Nimona on my first try, but Arvin? No. I did yeah. not beat the Elite Four on my first try, but I didn't lose nearly as badly as I did against Arvin. Yeah. I was pretty underleveled on my, and I, I didn't have good type matchups for the Elite Four the first time, so. But yeah, Pokemon, fantastic. Uh, I, actually, do you want to talk about Pokemon, Connor, since we're already here? Or is that I all mean, you have to say? That's pretty much what I have to say. I just, yeah. I, I'm sad that it's getting dunked on so bad because it is the most fun I've ever had with a Pokemon game, as an adult at least. Yeah, same. Honestly, same. And I, I just really like it. I, I will be playing the post game. I was actually like probably going to play some more tonight. It's just really fun. Yeah. Fantastic and I'm going to complete the Pokedex, which I don't, I, I have a copy of Pokemon diamond with a completed Pokedex. I suspect I had an action replay involved as a yeah. child. I oh, I, I, I certainly did. did. Yeah. I don't um, remember for sure. Cause I was pretty anti action replay, but I wanted to transfer my Pokemon from Ruby up. So fun fact, Ranga, who was on the previous episode, has completed the Pokedex as of yesterday, which is really I'm close. Wild. He's I'm been at, fiending that game. I'm at 300, I think, ish. I think I've ca- caught 200 and only seen 300. So I'm pretty. I, I've only seen like 310. I think I've caught just about everything I've seen. Okay, yeah. I I don't. I'm missing a lot of version exclusives. Um, I think the only version exclusives I have are the Paradox Pokemon. Uh, I took care of those. Yep. So. I, I got a ways to go, but I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm because I'm just having a, a really good time doing it. Like it's not even like a chore for me. Because and I think a lot of people that didn't care for this game, completing the Pokedex has been the fun part of this game for me. Because like a lot of people are saying, like, hey, you explore, but you don't find anything. And I have found something. You find the found, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, you find the Pokemon. And if you're not. If that does nothing for you, you're not going to enjoy the exploration. Of if this that game, does nothing if, for you, what have you been playing for the past 20 years? I mean, there are people that get Pokemon and they just have their team. They don't catch anything outside their team. That's like, wild. Exist, but yeah, yeah. I, nah, I mean, I, I love that game. I do. I, I have half a mind to like put it down and wait for a performance patch so that I can really love that game. But yeah. Will there be a performance patch? That's another question, but... 
I, I don't know if you saw, but they put out a bug fix patch. They did, and in yeah. The, uh, in the notes, Nintendo, like, Nintendo said this, not the Pokemon company. They said, like, hey, we've gotten a lot of feedback about the performance of this game. Right. And we're gonna look into it. Yeah, but hopefully they do. <laughs> I think that means a lot from Nintendo. I think they're embarrassed because it does. Nintendo make... does usually have like a seal of quality on their titles. And at yeah, least in Nintendo terms of performance, seal of used yeah. to mean something. And yeah, but that, that it, has degraded over the years. I will say Pokemon is making the switch. Like there aren't a lot of games that run that bad on switch. Like it's usually a, a slightly worse experience than Pokemon else, Bayonetta. <laughs> Bayonetta did not run bad enough for it to like, Bayonetta just doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta's performance wasn't the problem for me. It was just that yeah. it was visually boring. And and Pokemon also has a bit of a visually boring problem, at least until the crater, which was incredible. But Oh, yeah, well, the crater. Incredible relative to the rest of the game. Yeah. No, but, like, that thing had an atmosphere, which is not well, I mean, something I... If you've ever seen, like, Made in Abyss, it, like, felt very yeah, much like that. Yeah, very much so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Pokemon's great. Yeah. So... Um, Anything else? No, I was I was uh, gonna ask to take my turn now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna talk <laughs> about God of War, but sure. I uh, I I'll be quick. Uh, sea of Thieves released their uh, rank. They released an update. It's season eight, I believe, and it adds matchmaking. Essentially, there's a, uh, a a little hourglass on your boat. You can flip it to either be the Reapers or Athena, and then you go underwater and you pop up and you're in a fight. And it's it solves a lot of problems that game had uh, where, you know, I would have to sail 10 or 20 minutes sometimes looking for a fight because the PvP was the best part of that game. Now you can theoretically get instant PvP. That's not really how it plays out most of the time. Uh, the queue times are absurdly long. There's no... Every time you sink, you have to gather all your supplies again, which is another... Depending on how much gold you have, it can be 10 or 15, even 20 minutes of gathering resources before your next fight. And uh, those queue times can be like 40 minutes, I've heard, like of you just sitting underwater waiting for a fight to happen. And that's pretty bad, in my opinion. So great concept, poor execution, which is kind of <laughs> the Sea of Thieves motto. Yeah. So I like it. I, I'm I'm playing it a lot. Um not winning a whole lot. It's it's Sea of Thieves is like the only game where I see people. You have to get to level one hundred to unlock some stuff in each category, and that's a lot of fights you have to get. And Sea of Thieves is like the only game I've ever seen where people will see a grind like that, and they are so disenchanted with the PvP because of like the bad matchmaking and not being able to get a fair fight that they will just matchmake let you sync them and matchmake again because they want the reward so bad that they'll take the meager exp you get for syncing over having to put themselves through the pain of the matchmaking putting them against people that are way better than them all the time so they need to fix it really bad because it's the ideas are all there it just technically does not work that's all i got i like it but god does it need work speaking of gods all right so time to talk about god of war ragnarok so unsurprisingly i've loved this game right and uh, there's so much to say about it but one thing i will say is that god of war 2018 also a game that i love very much right one of my favorite ps4 games when you get to the heart of the story it's about like a dad right uh learning to 
accept and love his son, right? I don't know if that's the right way to go about it. But in general, you, you get the gist. And Connor, you play God of War 2018, right? So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's very, very much about Kratos's relationship with Atreus. And if I were to encapsulate God of War Ragnarok in a sentence, right? And I don't want to spoil anything, right? So I'm going to avoid as many spoilers as possible. But it's almost like the inverse of that. It's like a son's relationship with his father, right? And as someone who does not have any kids, right? Like I can certainly empathize with stories like The Last of Us and God of War 2018, which, you know, they're dad's stories, right? But what I will say on the flip side of that, right? Like everyone's got a father. You might not have the best relationship with them, but everyone's got a father. So the emotional Uh, and everybody. Uh, most people have a father Uh, yeah a lot of people have fathers but yeah yeah or had a father you know i I know i i know a few people that have never had a father figure in their life really okay so i I just don't want to act like they don't exist is all i'm saying they all right you know most people have a father and i think most people are going to be able to relate to this game which is your point yeah (laughs) so so my point being right like that perspective of like having a dad and trying to man i don't i just don't want to spoil anything but like Doing things to try and help your dad, right, like, is a feeling that I think a lot of people can relate with, more so than having a son, right? Because, like, obviously, you'll get that perspective once you have a son. You don't fully understand what that's like until you live that. But a lot more people have lived the other side of that, right? And to me, I think that's why this story was so much more emotionally resonant. And this play, this game, you know, like, obviously continues Kratos and Atreus's journey and how their relationship evolves in the face of Ragnarok, which is the end of the world in Norse mythology. And that's obviously like the strongest thing about this game, the story, right? Like, which is not surprising at all. Does uh, it wrap up the uh, the story? Or it wraps it up the story. It's very okay. definitively over after this. Um, and I, well, I, I don't want to say definitively over because they they leave it open. The, the way they end the game, they leave it open to progress in any which direction they choose so in that sense it was a smart way to the end of the game because it's the end of this story but it's not the end of like the story you know what i mean like there's going to be more god of war games is what i'm trying to say but very much so this game like there is like a summary of 2018 if you haven't played it but i will say that summary is like very bad (laughs) this game very much assumes that you've played god of war 2018 right so you need to play this game if you have any intention of... Uh, you need to play 2018 if you have any intention to play this game and fully, like, understanding the story. Um, but what this game does is it, t- it takes 2018 and just ramps everything up to 11, right? Like, 2018 was a relatively kind of constrained game. You went to a few of the Nine Realms. It was mostly, like, a personal story, right? It had a few big set-piece moments. But, like, other than that, it was a pretty, for God of War, a reserved game. Ragnarok is not like that. From minute one, things just pop off. And, like, the intro to this game, I will say, like, it probably doesn't surpass God of War 3's intro, because that is still the most bonkers intro to any video game I've ever played. But it gets, it gets close, right? Like, it, it, it starts off with quite a bang, and then the pacing slows way down, right? Cause, like, I think that's a lot smarter than what they did in 2018, though. Yeah, because I I think I remember texting you while I was playing 2018 that I like did not get the hype at all for the first like hour, and then I texted you at like hour three and I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like this game, it 
literally like I want to say two minutes into the game, you're thrown into conflict, right? Yeah. So like it yeah. does not waste time like ramping up your blood pressure, right? Um, but you know, after the intro, right? Like the intro is there, like it's very much there just to hook you, right? Like it intro has a section that might make you cry depending on how you feel about certain things. It has a section that'll get you pumped up on your feet, be like, you know, like, let's go. This is what I've been waiting for. And then, you know, it very much then becomes the game, right? And then it's, you know, slower, it builds, and I think a lot of people will be maybe, not maybe a lot of people, but, like, people might get upset at that because they'd want that insane pacing and action to continue throughout the whole game, but that's just, like, not a sustainable thing, right? Like, so, like, the pacing does slow down way slow way down after that but then it gradually builds up from there right and the story naturally ebbs and flows into like peaks and troughs and stuff like that the cast of characters has been vastly expanded you get to explore all nine realms in this game you know so uh in the in the first game i believe you only explored like midgard alfheim uh helheim and then at the very end of the game spoilers i guess jotunheim Right yeah, and it well no there was there was one other where like oh there was like Muspelheim and Niflheim which were like just like trials right like, yeah and you, yeah I hated it I was like so excited to see it and there was nothing there yeah so I will say I, obviously some realms are more fleshed out than others but there are is there main content in all of them though there are there is main content in all of the realms that's plenty for so. me I just I it felt weird that there were entire realms dedicated to side content in the other yeah. one. I was like, ah, well, I get, you know, it's one game. You're making another. So but. speaking of side content, the the main story in this game is pretty meaty, right? Like 20, 25 hours. But there's just as much side content in this game. And I will say that a lot of the side content is very important for fleshing out some of these characters, right? Like a lot of characters... You learn so much about, and in turn, and how they bounce off of Kratos and how they bounce off of Atreus, you learn more about Kratos and Atreus as well, all through these side content quests. And I was very surprised, actually, that they would include these things like backstory reveals and like really in-depth character moments that are completely missable, which is, uh, I guess, bold, to say the least. But, um, uh, so I touched on it earlier, right? Like... The one huge negative in this game that was not present in 2018 was, is the handholding for the puzzles. Like, the puzzles are actually pretty decently designed, right? Like, and I would love to be able to solve them on my own, but like, I'm not even kidding. This is not hyperbole. Like, five seconds into a puzzle, your character will just be like, hey, have you tried doing this? Have you tried doing that? And it's just like, Sony, come on. Like, have a little more respect for your players. I, I've you know, got like, a hotter take. Like... Just take the puzzles out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're not like we're not talking like Zelda dungeons, right? We're talking about like yeah, I know one to two minute like little puzzles, right? That's why I would take them out. Like, why are we wasting dev time on this stuff? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like it. It. I guess if the whole game was just action, it'd just be like Devil May Cry or something. Yeah. No, I I agree that we need. Pacing. variety and pacing but yeah. i could walk down a hallway and be mentally stimulated equally to these puzzles like i just i don't know i don't know that they're worth the time they put into them especially yeah, if they're just I mean, gonna spoil that the might answer. be that might be true right like and, and it's it's especially true for the spoiling the answer part like what's yeah. the point in putting this puzzle in here if you're just going to tell me what what to do no, I, yeah like, i'm not saying that you can't have puzzles in an action game and have them be good i'm saying like if you're gonna just give me the answer 
why are we and i was shocked this? to see that there was no like way to switch that off in the options that's yeah, just the default game so like, accessible yeah. yeah like it was it was baffling to me like it was the one it was the one glaring weak spot in a otherwise immaculately polished game right like I just couldn't understand why they would go for that, right? Like, especially because 2018 didn't have that, right? Like, they they let you figure it out. Like, maybe they'd give you a hint here or there. But, like, this is literally, like, here's what you do. Just go do it. It's just, like, it takes all the fun out of the equation. So, very annoyed at that. And hopefully they'd never do that again. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. They probably had some weird metrics that told them that it was a good idea. I'm telling you it's not a good idea. Don't do that anymore. And I will notice, like, it was kind of in Horizon as well. So maybe this is just, like, a weird thing Jim Ryan has mandated. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but hopefully we we move away from that. Especially in, in an era where, like, Elden Ring exists, right? Like, quite possibly, like, one of the most obtuse games of all time, right? And it's, like, selling Call of Duty numbers, so. But I digress. Okay, so uh, what else in this game? So the combat, right? So combat is faster, more furious than 2018, and it is considerably more difficult, I will uh, I will say, than 2018. Enemies are tougher. Enemy variety is off the charts. Like, I told you there was, like, that one preview where someone said there's more enemy variety in the first, like, I don't know, three, four hours of God of War Ragnarok than in the entire 2018. 100% accurate. They even make a jab at uh, a cheeky kind of, like, comment on, like, the enemy variety criticism for the first game. And I guess... I'll just spoil this. It's not that big of a deal. But you remember the trolls from the first game, Connor? Yeah. Like and how you fought like like thousands of them. And they were, they were so like the boring. main you like mini boss. Throw your axe at their head a bunch. So yeah. like early into the game, uh, you're like riding an elevator or something, and you get picked up like like by a troll, right? And then you think like you know what? Here you go. But Kratos just like lops that thing's head off, and you move on. Yeah. <laughs> it right. was very much just like a developer joke. Being That's like, good, hey, yeah, we heard you. Like, this is not a thing you're gonna have to do. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I liked God of War 2018, but there, and it, and it's weird because I forgot, I forget it until it gets brought up, which is a testament to how good that game was. But yeah, uh, the trolls were boring every time. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of throw your axe at their head. It wasn't. It wasn't well, yeah, interesting. Tons game. of interesting enemies. Lots of you know, like because you're exploring all nine realms in this game, right? So lots of interesting flora and, and fauna. And lots of very weird creatures that live in those places, I will say. So it almost feels like Monster Hunter-esque at times. Because, like, you're being just assaulted by these, you know, fantastical creatures. And I guess that's... And, like, I will say that, like, basically every enemy type from 2018 comes back, right? But they just add on to that. Like, there's so much more enemy, enemy variety. God, is there any timeline on this game coming to PC? Do we know? I would guess one year. Because that's kind of what their philosophy is, right? I mean, um, recently it's been quicker. I mean, Miles Morales was on PC. Uh, that's, I mean, that came out this year, right? Miles Morales came out when the PS5 came out, so it's almost two years. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it felt so much shorter. Okay, you got me. But yeah, I, I, like, I wouldn't worry too much. This game is definitely coming to PC sooner it rather will. than later. Yeah. Um, I just wish they would do it day and day. So... Uh, like, obviously, so if you're familiar with God of War 2018, I might get into spoilers for the first game here, but you know that, uh, Kratos and Atreus accomplished their very personal, personal mission at the end of the first game, but in doing so, has angered Asgard, and Thor, and the Aesir gods, right? And so you see the consequences of that in this game. 
And what I will say is, like, obviously the story goes to very interesting, satisfying, and maybe some subversive places. But as someone who has spent... Because, like, God of War 2018's story, I was so into it. I was into, like, reading the theories about what might happen, Atreus' Loki, what could that mean for the future of the games. Things don't quite play out the way I expected, right? And initially, I was a little disappointed because I was just like, oh, what I wanted to happen didn't happen. But when I, once I sat back and was just like, okay, probably the way they did it was <laughs> the better, smarter, and more interesting way to do it. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is just the case of, like, story expectations that were built up in my mind over years some of them didn't come to pass um and initially i found that a little sad but i got over that pretty quickly after i finished the game um and what else do i want to say so um obviously your weapons the the axe and the blades come back uh i will confirm there is a third weapon in this game i will not confirm what it is but uh, just in case you were worried about gameplay variety, like you already get plenty of gameplay variety with the axe and the blades, but that you believe he picks up Mjolnir that gets Wild. added on to that. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Can't get me to say anything. I don't know. That just feels like the obvious one. Yep. So, um, and you know. Oh man, oh, I can't really say anything. That's you can't the thing. Spoil it. I can't yeah, say anything. I will be upset if you yeah. spoil it because I, I want to play this game. I can't say anything, but like all I will say is that there are additional interesting gameplay twists. That's all I will say. Oh, I know the one you're talking about, and I do like it. Um, so. man. So, and this is one of those games, right, where you don't want to say anything, right? Because like at the end of this game, you feel like you've gone on a journey, right? A quite literal one, right? Because you do go through all nine realms, right? But, like, the places the story takes you, the plot twists, the action-packed moments, the things you kill, (laughs) right? Like, you feel like you've gone on this epic, epic journey at the end, right? Like, and I think I watched Donkey's review on God of War Ragnarok, which, by the way, if you you don't want to get spoiled, don't watch that review, right? But... He, yeah, I didn't. For that he, reason, he, he's terrible with spoilers. Yeah, yeah, he he doesn't care at all. But yeah, he he encapsulates it very well at the end, where he's just like, at the end of the game, you all you can do is sit back and say, "God damn!" Like that's what that's how Donkey ended his review, and I think that's a fitting way uh, to 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 capture that game because like you're just like, "Wow, what a journey!" And um, I will say one other thing: this game made me cry in two places, and I will be interested in discussing what those places are with you, Connor, once you play the game. In a year. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah. I'll, yeah. Buy, I'll buy it the day it comes out on PC, though. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. And Unless hopefully you won't have day. to wait too long. Um, yeah. I can see it being six months. They're really at a good clip right now with their... Yeah, especially because they got Nixus now, and that's, like, all they're doing, so... So uh, what have you I, been playing, Mike? Uh, well, okay. Oh, we're, we're still going. <laughs> I was gonna say one last thing. All right, but go like, for it. I'm I, sorry, I, there was a pause. I yeah, I was misinterpreted. Just, so I was just gonna say, like, I in terms of where the series goes next, there are some very, very interesting options, and I'm I'm curious what Santa Monica does because, like, I think no matter what they pick, it will be it. I guess in a word, controversial, right? Just based off the way they ended the story, so. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, I, I was going to say that I hope they do something more interesting than just moving to another pantheon. But yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. Well, I don't want to say too much, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, I I really like the way the story uh, left, like where the story left the characters, like as characters emotionally and all of that. So. Kratos yeah, and it, Bayonetta team up to kill the Abrahamic god. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> How much? Oh my um, god, the protests. Oh, it would go it would be so rough. Yeah, so play God of War everyone. It's not the same games you remember from the early 2000s. They've grown up and they have become I do want to something play special. Games. Yeah. They, uh, those games are good in their own right, for sure. Yeah. But but what 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 this series has become is not something I could have ever anticipated right when you when i first played god of war 3 and i was like fighting poseidon like while hanging off a titan and then like cutting off helios's head and like using his head as a flashlight if you had told me that this game series would have become one of the most interesting emotional narrative games i have played in the past like decade I, w- like- I would have laughed at you, you know? Like, Isn't there, like, a quick time event to kill your children in one of them or something? To kill your children? Yeah, I thought so. Because Kratos accidentally killed his family, right? Oh, I, no, that's in, like, in a cutscene. That would be oh. so messed up if they made you do that. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I've just seen some wild quick time events. There are some wild quick time. Yeah. It was a different time, okay? <laughs> it was a very different time. The early 2000s were a different time. Hey. They were establishing narrative in games. <laughs> they were they were figuring it out. I, I, I guess that's what that was, you know. It wasn't. They, yeah, they yeah. thought they were. It, it had been it was, done. Uh, it was certainly something. But I'm glad. We, in any case, I'm glad this was the end result. So yeah, me too. Okay, sorry to go on for so long. Go ahead, Mike. All right, so uh, I'm going to talk a little less than Amit did. Sorry. <laughs> I've been playing Vermintide too. Ah, <sighs> that name's familiar. It's it's a game about smashing rats as Warhammer characters, and it's actually uh, fantastic. So it's Warhammer 40k vermin type no. 2. No, it's War- Warhammer it's Fantasy. Warhammer, okay. Yeah, just Warhammer. The is there 40 a 40k version? Yeah, it's just released called Darktide. Ah, okay. You aren't smashing rats in that one, though, and I, I think there's just something very satisfying about smashing rat men. Yeah, alright, uh, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> What's it? I haven't played any Warhammer games. Honestly, Vermintide, it feels, it's it's like Left 4 Dead, but there's character progression. And obviously, I focus on melee, but... That sounds really nice, actually. Oh, yeah, it is a lot of fun. I, I've always liked Left 4 Dead, but it's a little bare bones for my tastes. I do want to say, I wish more games focused on melee. Like, Rumbleverse focuses on melee, and it makes it so fun to me. Like, if there's it was just melee. another, like, shooter, it would be so boring. There's a sick uh, melee weapon in, in Fortnite Chapter 4. It's, it's like a power hammer. It's really fun. It's like it's like a gravity hammer, but you can use it to launch yourself. Even even like I'm so talking about Warhammer uh, Vermintide too, but even like the ranged focus character builds and classes and talent trees that you have, they still don't really have that much of a bad, a terrible effect or too much ammo to use the ranged weapon. So you're still kind of desperate to use melee in most situations. It's super nice all the characters have abilities there's enough talent trees and crafting and gear that you get through loot boxes but yeah the loot boxes it's just random it's just a way the way they do the random drops they're not you can't buy them but say you complete a mission depending on whether you gathered all the collectibles in that mission or not it'll upgrade the tier of your loot at the end and it's just conveniently packaged in a box for you 
I wouldn't call it a true loot box system since you can't really pay for the the uh, equipment boxes. You just have to earn them. That's nice. I I like loot boxes that you earn and can't oh, yeah. buy. I actually really like the dopamine rush. I like all that. I just don't like it when it's It's just it's just a fancy system for loot drops at the end of a mission, really. Yeah. That's what it yeah, is. It's just a pretty way to do it. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's nothing predatory about these loot boxes. I open the box and I get my gear and I look if it's better than the gear I currently have equipped. That's it. It's very simple. Yeah. That's that's about it. That's all I have to say about Vermintide 2. I haven't really been playing games other than Overwatch 2 in the last week. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of multiplayer games. I did, uh, so I, I think I mentioned it earlier in the show, but I did uh, ascend to an OLED TV after much... Uh, Congrats! Much of Amid persuading me, I uh, and I I love it. I'm I've been using it a lot. Uh, but when I bought it, I was like, I need a game that'll really break it in. So I went Spider Man Miles Morales. Oh yeah, which oh, yeah. I think is probably one of the best games to play on. It's one that I see Linus Tech Tips using to demo games and all. It also it's gorgeous. It it plays to the strengths of my particular TV as well in many ways. Um, so I liked that uh, visually. Also. Uh, I'm I'm on a borrowed 3070 right now. I know I'm bouncing around graphics cards a lot, but I was able to play this entire game at 4K, somewhere between 100 and 120 FPS. Any ray tracing? Uh, I think I turned ray tracing off because I preferred frame rate, and I yeah. genuinely couldn't really tell a difference when I had ray tracing on, Man, except like, for the reflections. The frame rate is so important in a Spider-Man game. Like, yeah, it just felt so much better to have the frame rate than it felt to have the ray tracing, so I turned it yeah. off. On, on PS5, like, they have Insomniac Wizardry, right? They do the the 60 FPS with ray tracing, like, but like it's like visually, it, it's at 1440p ray tracing, but like not full ray tracing and 60 yeah. FPS, and that is the best way to play the game. It's I so probably good. could have pulled off par- like 1440p ray traced, but I just bought the 4K TV. That's yeah, yeah, no, 4K. no, you, you did you did it right, you did it right. 4K 120 was like, you know, that was something I couldn't do on my old TV, so I was like, I gotta do it. And it, it's VRR, so I wasn't at one t- locked 120. It was, like, between 100 yeah. and 120 the whole time. But, like, I didn't feel the slowdown. And it also, I, I don't want to sit here and talk about performance the whole time because I think that this game was better than Spider-Man 2018 in many ways. It was, I, like, uh, it was more condensed, right? Like, yeah, it didn't have this, any of the extra fluff that Spider-Man yeah, 2018 had. I could have used a bigger... I wanted more boss fights. That was, like, my only complaint. I... I didn't like a lot of the bosses felt the same and there weren't very many of them. But other than that, and it's weird because I'm sitting here, I'm like, it, the story is better because it had fewer villains. The gameplay needed more villains. And I don't, I don't know how to fix that. Honestly, I, I do think I, if we're talking story, I think I liked Peter Parker's story more than Miles Morales's story. If we're comparing the two games, yeah. but I will agree the gameplay is improved. Like it's just more fun to play as Miles in general. I think I just like a young Spider-Man. I yeah. I like how he's just figuring it out. I like how he's nervous. I love his relationship with uh, Finn and Genki. Is that the the other guy's name? Yeah, I love I think, that, especially yeah. Finn. Like the way that develops throughout the game. My my only complaint is that like there are a couple of times throughout the game where they make the villain wear the dunce cap. Which is like when the story only makes sense if somebody that isn't an idiot has to be an idiot for a while. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know, like like playing the game, I don't know how I'd have fixed it, but it was kind of glaring. But other than that, I was just, I loved it. All the performances were good. 
visually stunning game. The gameplay is amazing. I, I it's it's also a small enough game that I'll probably hundred percent it because it's like feasible to do so in a way that I didn't feel like it was with Spider Man. Yeah, honestly, like Sony, do more of this, right? Like more yeah. sp- uh, more Miles Morales, more Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, like these. More bite-sized but still AAA like offerings are really kind of nice. I think I'll say that like and also the frame. You know, I'm a I'm a PC snob. the The frame rate and visuals and everything of moving this from PS a base PS4 to a a PC with a 3070 in it, or you know, running you know top you know ultra settings, 4K everything. Yeah. And I'll probably be able to do ray tracing by the time Spider Man Two comes out because I this is a loaner graphics card. Uh, because I, I still haven't picked the one. Just I'm face gonna it, buy. you're never gonna you're never gonna get a graphics card. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna keep bouncing around. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I actually bought this one. I just have like I bought it because someone else wanted it, and they're gonna buy it from me when they have the money because yeah. I got a really good deal. It's complicated, but um, I just it feels so good. High frame rates, like just swinging around, felt so much better on on pc than it did on my ps4 and i'm sure it felt really good on a ps5 too did it support a 1080p 120 mode oh man i'm trying to remember i don't think it does i think 60 fps is the cap i don't blame them for that because it it would have been perfectly fine at 60 but i man like just going back and thinking about how i played spider-man on ps4 at 30 frames per second is just like unthinkable to me now you know like i can't imagine playing a spider-man game at 30 30 fps now that's yeah, just no, ridiculous it, it just felt wrong yeah i also oled your or, uh amid you're gonna want to stop by my house because i'm i have a coming in tomorrow an ultra wide oled monitor oh man you're yeah you're i double did fully ascending I, I liked it so <laughs> you, much you said you were gonna pick one or the other you did no, both i went for both wow. i i i came into some money uh we'll say and i decided to treat myself oh nice so and they, they were both well, I will have to come check that yeah, out. You, you yeah, I'll, the, I'll I think town. the ultra wide monitor you're gonna you're gonna get a kick out of. I think it's honestly, you know what? Like, oh, man, it'd be so sick if we could just record Friday and do our game awards. I mean, we episode, could. but see, Friday Friday's a little contentious for me because I have I'm gonna be up in P County for Extra Life though. Oh, true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll work it out. Yeah, no, but that's really sick. I'm excited for you yeah. to experience that no it's been it's been killing me playing keyboard and mouse games ever since i got the tv that's why i had to go for the monitor because it was just yeah. like they're good i i recommend uh you know to anybody oled's oled's the future you know they're getting cheaper they are getting cheaper yeah like even i i see it all the time like people saying budget oleds have like made them hate going to the theater which i uh, agree with i went to go see black panther and i was like man i wish i could have watched this all <laughs> Not to brag about my my fancy new toys too much. No, I mean, OLED's OLED's where it's at. That's really good. You got to see it to believe it. Yeah. All right, man. You know what? I actually had one more game, but we've gone so long. I think I might just hold off for for I mean, it, next yeah. week because I also think you will have a lot to say about this game, Connor. So. Okay. Yeah, I have a game I'm saving for next week too. On. The- on that uh, suspenseful note, I think we'll we'll end this one. So thank you all for listening. You can follow us at Ad Podcast Game Talk on Twitter. Please like, rate, and review us on any podcast service you use, including Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, etc. Click the link in the description of this podcast to join our Discord and talk to us there. Thank you, Connor and Mike. Yeah, see you guys next week. Yep, see you after the Game Awards. Bye.